0: You are live, for music lovers only.
1: For music lovers only. The
0: podcast.
2: We got these woods, we got these acres, got a stream and a dream, your rose and paper. We got these woods, we got these acres. Got a stream and a dream, country roads and paper. We got these woods, we got these acres. Got a stream and a dream, country roads and paper. Times are getting hard. That's what my daddy said. I said, Daddy, got a plan. This is what's in my head. I'm a
3: snow.
0: What's up, everybody?
3: I'll be down in like an hour, okay? and here we here.
0: are. It's Saturday. Josh, JRB5. We got Mr. Matt Baller. We got Derek Rolloford, who hasn't probably got his headphones on yet.
3: Holy shit! shit he did you know it! Shit? Yeah. We can't. We
0: can't. We can't be later. The Facebook gets mad at us. Holy crap! We don't want to. We don't want to piss them off. And yeah. then down, down, down in the corner, got the most Alex to Alex and Alex.
2: That's now the other question that's on everybody's mind is which Alex did I Alex? <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: There and how is. do you and Alex? An Alex? Uh, very
0: carefully, I assume. Very carefully. Don't want to get too much Alex on you. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on which Alex again. Yes, yes, again. So tonight we're going to talk uh, favorite concerts, and I mean, we're going to try to correlate some songs to it just so we can make a playlist, because that's kind of the fun, I think. I think a lot of people like listening to the playlist. I do I do. I go through I and listen yeah. a couple times, for sure. And we were. What was it? Uh, it was uh, Jimi Hendrix and uh, Alien Ant Farm going head to head on the last little poll. That was kind of surprising, but Alien Ant Farm won. I got one. I got a W. Nice.
2: Yeah, that's because we took the uh, took the whole <laughs> Jergens thing out of it. Took the fun out of it
1: which I actually had one for that too.
2: Did yeah, you? I forgot to tell you we yeah, we kind of we nixed that, but so,
1: You know
0: what?
2: Since you didn't know, go ahead and give us your Jurgens.
1: Mine was going to be uh, Tarja, the former singer of uh, Nightwish, her cover of Alice Cooper's Poison. Nice. Super good. Wow. Yeah.
2: You win. <laughs> you know, the sad part is that is my least favorite Alice Cooper song. <laughs> oh thank you though for reminding me on the list
0: yes that that was pretty good we got to figure out what to do and how to repackage it i guess to where you know i don't know but yeah i did have a question we'll do the question first we'll do the question Uh, what was the first song you remember falling in love with what song you know growing up whenever you fell in love with music and i probably should have thought about it more before i asked it
2: Oh, we know what your first song was <laughs> that wasn't the first song that wasn't the first song
0: uh, i mean it definitely would probably would have been a beatles song my dad was a big beatles fan yeah so pinpointing which one would be hard but it was probably the beatles
2: i'll, I'll go i i can answer this it was motley cruz livewire i just oh, remember yeah. being a little kid and there's Nikki Six, and he's got his fucking bass in the air, and his legs are on fire, and just fucking everything's over the top, crazy, you know, Mick Mars is spitting blood up. And then you have Vince's platinum blonde fucking thing, just <laughs> Banshee screaming over it. I'm like, this. Like, I'm all of three years old, I'm like, this. I used to bug my parents, I'd be like, hey, why don't you put on the record, the one with the glove like remember the too fast for love cover that's what it was but that song in that that era that, that's yeah. what fucking put me on this path of uh, not being able to get laid
3: <laughs> oh my god that's awesome dude I'm I don't know you very well Alex but uh we're Facebook friends oh yeah and uh all of your posts all make sense now <laughs> <laughs>
0: Isn't that nice? Isn't, Isn't that nice that? to get
2: the full picture of it? <laughs>
0: right. It's yeah. like
2: now now I understand. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say ACDC you shook me all night long. Uh that's my my mo- ACDC is my mom and I's band. And uh we always jam out to the, the back in black album as a whole, but this that particular song we turn up a little bit louder. Hell
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually what I was listening to before uh, before this started with some ACDC. Yeah.
0: The kids started um, playing it. It's fun to to listen to her
3: play it. I was uh, pretty sheltered musically. I was raised by um Pentecostal Christian parents and they pretty much only like they would, they wouldn't let us watch MTV unless Michael Jackson was on, which I find now kind of funny. That is kind uh, of weird. They, That was the one person they said was a safe person. But, um, <laughs> so I grew up listening to a guy named Carmen and I got to tell you for a guy in a suit, not bad. Um, but when I first, the first time I ever like heard a song that I felt like, like, uh, holy crap. Like I didn't know somebody was probably Weezer say it ain't so. And it's, uh, it was a band, uh, in this town north of where i'm from and they were like all 15 and they played it at a few shows and i thought they wrote it because i had never heard that song before and i like went up to the singer and i was like dude that say they so song dude you're gonna get a record deal he's like you're dumb
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: i i learned it and i played it at parties until i got an email from josh Sauer and he asked me to stop so i haven't played it yet.
2: oh dude that's a great song though. Yeah. And, and I know who Carmen is too, which is kind of weird.
3: There we go. Buddy. There we go. <laughs> if if you know who Carmen is, can you at least tell me that you've seen some of his music video work? I,
2: yes. Yes, I have. We had baby series hmm. because my my parents would like dump us off for the weekend so that they could do whatever the fuck they do. And uh the people that watched us, yeah. Yep. Thought I was going to hell for listening to Pink Floyd at the ripe age of 10. <laughs>
3: Yeah, if you if no, for those of you who don't know who Carmen is, just go to YouTube and uh type in Carmen and uh Satan bite the dust and sit the fuck back. <laughs> nice. Yes. Well,
0: yeah, there was. A, I don't know. Should we do the birthdays again? I wrote down a oh. few. There's, there was some uh, pretty interesting ones on this one. Lou Reed had a birthday this last week. Love Lou Reed. Look, we had uh, what? you are talking Dave Navarro, kind of the same vein. Uh, Brian Jones, Rolling Stones. Johnny Van Zandt. Harry Belafonte. Who knows anything about some Harry Belafonte?
3: Heard the name. Yeah, Roger Jolson. Justin Bieber and
0: Kesha. They had birthdays. Is it Kesha or Kesha? Kesha. Kesha I, I said it
3: wrong. I'm an idiot. Did Sorry? you guys see the uh, video that was yeah, going around yeah. like two days ago of Justin Bieber uh, <laughs> under the influence of something? Uh, you know, I, I, eyes eyes and teeth moving fast. I've never. It was kind of odd. I was like, "Whoa, Biebs? Biebs!" Was he under the influence of Kesha? Because her love <laughs> is
2: apparently a drug.
3: <laughs> I How mean, I got a little about... crush on Kesha. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, How they... do you feel about Kesha though? Like she she got famous for all that music, and then it came out she comes out and says that. Like, she was basically a slave by her producer, and, like, she doesn't, I don't know, like, that's actually, the whole Kesha story is a pretty tragic story.
2: It really is. No, it's really sad, because, you know, everybody that ever gets famous usually is, uh, there's something bad, like, Mm -hmm. good, normal people don't make it to that level, and and so, yeah, the sad part is, her story's probably not unique at all, you know? Exactly exactly alright
0: well let's uh, get started on our list uh, Matt you want to go first today
1: uh, yeah I'm down Okay. alright so uh, number five it's going to be at the uh, at the cotillion and it was uh, Lamb of God hate breed behemoth and three inches of blood
2: I was there I got Jamie Jostas. I Love Vagina Wristband at that show.
1: <laughs> uh, Lamb of God and Hate Breather, two of my favorite metal bands. and uh, It was cool seeing Three Inches of Blood because I don't think they're around anymore. Um, but my my song from that was uh, actually goes to Three Inches of Blood. Their song, Deadly Sinners.
0: Deadly Sinners, nice. Yep. Uh,
1: number four. The last show the Kansas Coliseum ever had. It was Corn uh, Static X, Black Label Society, Mud Day, Suicide Silence. There was a bunch of locals. I wish Wichita would have more shows like that. I was there too. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure I was there too. It was, that was a great the show.
1: Outside. They got moved inside. Uh, I don't know, just to see all those bands at one spot. Yeah. And it being the last show at the Kansas Coliseum, like that place.
2: I missed that place. Man, I feel like I'm, we got ripped off by the Interest Bank Arena. Yeah. 100%. It's not even bigger. Like no. they, they, we, no. we're not getting bigger acts because the fucking building's the same size. Yeah. It's way smaller. Fucking wankers. Yeah.
1: But uh that was the only time I ever got to see Static X. And I was like front row while they were on. I got to meet Tony after their set, which was really cool. Uh, So, my number four is going to be Static X, Push It. Nice. Uh, Number three, also, at the Coliseum, it was uh, Ozzy, Rob Zombie, and In This Moment. I was, at that time, still am, but was, at that particular time, really into Ozzy. And when I found out he was coming to Wichita, I lost my shit. And begged my mom for tickets basically because it was around Christmas time. Yeah, I was like, please. Um, I don't I'm glad I got to see Ozzy when I did because I mean, he's he's I mean, officially done now.
3: Worked
2: that show yeah. <laughs> until he's well, not so done again.
3: Yeah, he quit in '92 and then had a lovely career afterwards. <laughs> I, from what I understand, he had a pretty serious spinal injury four years ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, was that the four-wheeler
3: one? I'm not sure. I just, I know that like his spine, uh, the recovery process since his act, since whatever happened to him uh, hasn't really, I mean, the guy's old. Right. And,
1: yeah.
3: and he, those aren't easy years that he lived. No. Yeah. <laughs> He pushed it to the limit. So I mean, yeah, I I get it, you know, but uh it's I don't know.
1: Bye. But it was I mean, the show itself was phenomenal. It was like a god awful cold. It was rain and ice and snow and all that garbage. Yeah. Uh so but number three is gonna be uh Rob Zombie yes. Demonoid Phenomenon. Okay. Uh Rob is my favorite, like, musical person. Um, I was going to say, what
0: well, he made it, that's, that's twice he's made the list, right?
1: <laughs> it was, uh, it, he puts on a show anytime I've seen him, and, uh, I don't really remember In This Moment's set from that show, but uh, I, I, I do, mean, I'm not, I do, not much for them anyway, uh, mm. Tom Smalling, shout out to him, he kind of recommended their older stuff, um which is isn't bad yeah um but yeah they did not there's stuff they put out now I'm
3: I'm just mm. not there of I saw uh Rob Zombie on the Rock is Dead tour I believe with Corn and video drama something like that um but uh like that back then I, don't know, I think it was like 99 maybe that that Rob Zombie, like he had like 50 foot robots dancing
0: yeah,
3: and just like fireballs shooting out into the crowd. yeah, And like, I, I was like 18, I was half blown away, half like, you know, turning into like my mom, like this can't be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to get hurt. I mean, it was, it was, I was, I wasn't even on the floor. I was up in the stands and every time they would shoot fire out, like it was like you were close, too close to a campfire. I'm like, this yeah, can't right? be. Oh, yeah. And Rob's up there with dreads down to his butthole, just shaking his head. Like <laughs> I'm just like, he doesn't care. He doesn't care, man. Yeah, yeah. Great show, though.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've uh, seen Corn yeah. more than anybody else, and I'm not like a big Corn. You know, I like Corn, but I've I've seen them more than anybody just because they've they toured with. You know, I mean, they had some of the best. They were part of the best shows. You know. Yeah. Rob is the same. He's probably second that I've seen. That you know, I, I like his movies better than I like his music. I like White Zombie. Yeah, I mean it's it's campy, but right. Give me Wednesday Thirteen any day. Um.
1: Uh, so yeah, number three, Rob Zombie, Demonoid Phenomenon. Number two, Back to the Cotillion. It was uh, MSI Mindless Self Indulgence. Oh, nice! massacre and tub ring
2: nice
1: james what you know about tub ring tub ring yeah
2: <laughs> dude i don't know shit about tub ring
1: uh,
2: i'm sorry i we've failed stumped, you.
0: we've stumped james that's a first
2: it happens <laughs> it's gonna happen
0: um, mark this 15 minutes and 45 seconds into the episode nine. We got we got a stumper.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess all the bluegrass counts, right?
0: Well, yeah, but bluegrass is just covers of, you know,
2: I know. But like now that, <laughs> other music, now that the prettier Alex isn't here, I can talk so much shit on bluegrass. <laughs> I like great. I,
0: I appreciate it.
2: I respect it, but the <laughs> shit annoys me. I love banjo and mandolin. And now and nobody man- in Wichita is gonna come out to see us play ever again because <laughs> I just fucking
3: violated something horrible. <laughs> uh, I don't hate it, but like, I don't know if I like that. word uh, it's Winfield, I think, where they have the festival every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to shit on it because, like, I know a lot of people, that go, but like, I just feel I, like I feel like th- I I, li- I don't mind. <laughs> That kind of music, but three days of <laughs> that kind of music. I don't know, guys. <laughs> you get so excited about it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like been. ICP,
2: but like potentially less showers.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? Honestly, no. the most moved I've ever been by a performance. Um was I was visiting uh this college up I was visiting my ex-wife at college when we were dating. Uh, in, like, the mountains of North Carolina, and we went in, like, some store on a Saturday. And uh, I, it's a famous song, the chorus is, I don't know if the lyrics are, cheer up my brother, but it was, like, these three dudes uh, all with, like, one guitar, two banjos, and they're singing this song, just perfectly, and they were all, like, at least 111. Like, just nice. <laughs> old people. But, I mean, I, I kind of got teary-eyed. I was, and I, I don't know what the song was about. I was just like, this is good. Like, you could tell that, that's pretty much all those dudes have done since they were kids is just strum. I'm like, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, where do we leave off? Uh,
1: number two, MS. It's gonna be MSI. Uh, shut me up. Yep. That's uh, my favorite song by them, and I'm glad I got to see them at least once. Do
2: you think they really hate Jimmy Page? <laughs>
1: I mean, it's possible.
2: I, I was such a prick when I was in high school that I fucking just completely just shut him down. Like I heard that, and I'm like, no, I have no no room for you in my heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what? They they came out publicly
3: and said they hate Jimmy Page. They had a song called. I that song called H-Bajad I H-Bajad Jimmy
1: Page, yeah.
3: Yeah, he calls him the hard F word too. Yeah. Oh, 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 with the hard G. Yeah. Definitely hard G. Ugh. See, this is the thing about mindless self indulgence. It's like, it's very interesting music. Like I, it's again not I don't not three days of it, but like in the proper setting it's great music do i want to hang out with anybody in that band no (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't want to be in that band. like not at all but very i it's hard to maybe there are people that copied them but i don't know any other bands that sound like that
0: yeah i know i know a little bit of them but not a lot
3: i mean i don't really need to settle my heart
1: yeah said no so for number one, it's gonna go Hartman Arena. Uh, uh, best show I've still ever seen to this day. It was Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper, and the song is gonna be Alice Cooper School's Out. That's what he opened with. It was the curtain fell, he stayed in there with the top hat, the cane, school's out opens up, and I just lost my mind. Like it's I didn't set down that entire show. Like I mean, two dude. people that put on a show, that's it. No other openers, and it was amazing.
2: <laughs> Alice Cooper is. Yeah. yeah. Just to see them
1: together was killer.
2: Well, yeah, I saw him on Motley Crue's other farewell tour, and he fucking smoked them.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, you know, back to the beginning of the podcast, Motley Crue got me into this shit. But, like, after seeing Alice Cooper, I was like, dude, that was worth the price of admission. I can go home yeah
0: well my uh funny story about my mom and dad my dad was a big alice cooper fan so of course i love alice cooper but the only concert he took my mom to was an alice cooper concert and if anybody knows my mom she wouldn't be dead she's not down for alice cooper but it's it's pretty funny that he talked her into it this was way before me and my sister were born and stuff but that's the story with uh around my family about alice cooper is that time your dad drugged me to an Alice Cooper concert. <laughs> and it was the 70s, so you know you can imagine the atmosphere of an Alice
3: Cooper Oh yeah. Concert. See, he's such a an eclectic dude because um all I knew of Alice Cooper was feed me like Wayne's world, you know. <laughs> yes! And it's great, yeah. like that's a gnarly that's gnarly, but that is just like one of the many faces of that dude. My mm-hmm. favorite Alice Cooper song, and it's actually me and my wife's song. Um, I didn't even know it existed. I was just laying there in bed one day with Spotify just randomly spinning. And it was uh, from like the 60s album, Whiskey and Lace, You and Me. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing like Feed My Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. No, I yeah, mean, and a disco album too, you know, so, uh, Stuck on the Inside, which is great. <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, like he is like somebody who's hard to hate. Like, so yeah, like I, I big ups to Alice Cooper for forever being a chameleon and maybe a culture vulture in a little bit of a way, but he does it, he does it well whenever he does something.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, Alice, was, Alice if you're listening, you know, hey, come on the show.
1: I always looked forward to nights with Alice Cooper. Uh, yeah, back when yeah. it was like 107.3. Uh, when it was a classic rock station, they had nights with Alice Cooper. And then they got moved to like Nikki Six, but I mean, either way, that's a both of them. But hearing Alice, I could listen to Alice like all day. He's all the stories you know? he head. He played songs that the station didn't normally play. It was cool.
2: Yeah, and he's a hardcore Christian, <laughs> and he's like fucking got his shit together, and you know, like he's non-judgmental, and and that's what's cool. golf about every day. Him. Yeah. He's solid in his beliefs and he's not fucking condemning anybody for theirs, you know? Yeah. It's like he's right. a role model.
3: I enjoy that about him too. I don't I don't think he lives here in Phoenix, but he's here a lot because like uh my my uh my brother's wife's a huge Alice Cooper fan and anytime he's here like uh Instagram goes crazy like in the and lo- like uh the local pages, but yeah, he, uh, I have yet to hear a, a shitty story about that guy. Like, it's always been like, he was so cool. Yeah. We have that with Harrison Ford here. Yeah. Does he really live there?
2: No, but like, he's here because he owns a Cessna and we've got the Cessna plant. So he flies in for maintenance. And then, like, everybody's like, I served Harrison
3: Ford today. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, you guys, you guys lost Kirstie Alley recently. Hold on. Yeah. I know. You know, like, our cup runneth over. I know.
2: So I gotta be cool. honest,
3: dude. She was I'm I'm a I'm a fan of uh BBW's and she did it for me for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked it.
0: Yeah. What <laughs> was the uh, what was the 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 one where the how the movie she was in where the people came and visit house guest, I think. Her and uh oh he was on night court. Didn't
1: they?
0: No. Oh hell.
3: No, I gotta look. <laughs> i heard i heard uh sh- some people say that they had some unpleasant run oh yeah
2: oh I'm you know, sure. i used to be a butcher at uh the gucci Dillons here in wichita and she would send her assistant in or she'd come in drunk i mean it was just always a fucking horror show yeah.
3: see i haven't decided if i ever get famous for something like <laughs> growing the biggest tits or something like I don't know if I'm gonna be a dick or not, like, because it's a I choice. Don't know
2: if I can handle it. It is a choice.
3: Yeah. And unfortunately, the good is often
2: interred with the bones. You know, <laughs> it's Shakespeare had his shit down, man. He was probably a huge dick when he got into public, because yeah. we're still talking about him. Yeah. Famous people are pieces of shit. Yeah. Oh, what ca-
1: <laughs> Everyone <laughs> that I've every like, so, or well, <laughs> I don't really like <laughs> celebrities, but musicians that I've met everyone that I've ever met has been cool so lucky on that but I've heard stories about it know, was
0: Madhouse with John Arquette or Lariquette John Lariquette nice yeah that was a good one she's like you know got her bra out there's there's some there's some uh, <laughs> moments in there some JC JCPenney's yeah, I think it's I think it's like you know thirty five, thirty five 35 minutes and 12 seconds in got paused a lot <laughs> We just ruined it again. We Derailed.
2: I know. You can't get yeah. away from it. It's human nature. Yeah, it's human nature. But all right. Who wants to go next? Weird. Um, I guess I will. You know, because Matt shortened my list because I was at all the same concerts he was at. <laughs> I just didn't know him yet. Yeah.
3: He's like everything
2: I that anybody. guy said.
1: Like, I've been going okay, 2003 so so like, and I'm just like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know anybody at that time. I didn't talk to anybody.
2: Yeah, That's a shame. Now look at me. <laughs> talking to the whole world uh, everybody motley Crue's carnival of centaur was really good i worked that one but i just remember like midway through they played on with the show off of too fast for love yeah and i'm a sucker for sad songs you know and like the first line frankie died just the other night some say it was suicide it's like there, there's just so much in that song and it was such a fucking deep cut because like after you've been you know a band that long like everybody's expecting wild side girls and they and they did that shit, but to hear on with the show was crazy. And I remember I was backstage as the show wound down and Mick Mars is kind of like walking off. But you could look at him, you, you know, you just got the sense of like fucking it is pure will that he was on that stage playing that night. Yeah. You know, he, he looks so frail coming down at the end of the show, and fucking so that was huge. Like I love that song. So, like, that was a tears in my eyes moment. Um, Shit. Uh, I saw Dax Riggs at Rock Island Live. That was insane. He did a cover of Elvis's Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, shit. And it's, like, a sticky July night, and they've got those fucking, like, almost lanterns, but, like, Christmas lights that crisscross the outside because it was an outside show. And like, I'm fucking so drunk on whiskey. And it just like, it was such a syrupy vibe, you know? Yeah. Like there, there was this like electric danger that was in the air. Like, we're going to be a part of a murder tonight. <laughs> and not even in a sad way, but like in this romantic film noir 1940s way. And you said and it like the
0: Rock Island Live too, right? Yeah, it was,
2: it was outside of Rock Island Live.
0: Was that before or after the story? The, the, all that all that shit happened there
2: with the basement. Oh, well, before that, but like it, it was fucking crazy. Not uh, what's up, Rock Cameron? Island Live? Not Rock Island. Oh, oh, um, yeah, different, different. Yeah, but like fucking, it was a cool thing because like I took a piss next to him, you know. <laughs> like you gotta love that level. Like I grew up loving Acid Bath, and here he is, my hero. Yeah, awkwardly holding his dick as I'm like excitedly <laughs> like looking over. <laughs> Oh yeah that got really awkward.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, yeah, go back upstairs, honey. Um <laughs>
0: Daddy's talking about dates.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: FCC is now banning us.
2: Oh. <laughs> um the next one would be the first time I saw Testament at the Cotillion. And Testament uh it was Anthrax's show, but testament was there in Death Angel fucking killer bill. <laughs> But I remember during Anthrax's set, they lost power. And I want to say it was, uh, oh, fuck, man. I I think it was during Antisocial. And uh, so they stop. And Scott Ian just walks out. And so, like, they only lost half the PA or something stupid like that. But he just kind of starts entertaining like a clown until they get it figured out. And what was really cool is once the power came back on... They just look at each other, the rest of the band comes back out, and they're like, Okay, we're gonna fucking try this again. And they do a four count right into the spot in the song where the power dropped <laughs> and fucking just slayed it. Uh, that was fucking just over the top cool. Nice. Um, What's up, Joshua Riggs, thanks for tuning in again. My goodness. There's too many. Uh the first one was uh, I guess number two for me was I saw Ted Nugent kiss and uh skid row but it was like the original kiss on their first farewell tour the first of many like in 2001 (laughs) so like there was actually ace fraley and that was just fucking that was killer
3: yeah
2: um we know how much you like ace fraley oh yeah dude no i I fucking love that shit (laughs) um and and from that I, i thought it was really cool that they did do you know like some of their 80s shit like they did heavens on fire and like, how else do you begin a song? But,
1: woo! <laughs>
2: you know, so that that one, and there was that all one, this fire, and you could feel that it. was all of them, wasn't it? Uh, shit, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. Kiss, Man Slayer, fuck it, that was cool. Hello, Aids. There's yeah. so much pyro. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the coolest concert experience I ever did was uh, I saw this chap called Ian Moore in Greensburg, Kansas. And it was just him and a keyboard player. And I got to work him when he came back through the elbow room later. And we talked about this night. But he was just playing his songs acoustically. And my my buddy took me because, you know, he knew I loved guitar music. And uh, halfway through the song called Caroline, the power cuts out. Like They they just lost it in this theater that's no longer there because of the tornado. Yeah. The Greensburg one. Yeah. And uh, I just remember, instead of fucking stopping... He just hops off the stage with his acoustic guitar and plays through the aisle, still singing the song. Yeah. And like that was the fucking coolest moment in the world. Um and and they have some live versions of that song, Caroline. You know, they're just amazing because it's just him and an acoustic. But that moment, you know, it's just like you saw something that you'll never see again in your life. And it was just so special and intimate. And, and that's what a professional is, you know Like he didn't let the show stop Because the world fucked him He he just hopped down and He was singing through the aisles, man It was fucking crazy That's my story That's my story, and I'm sticking to it <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. Kevin says uh, Back in the New York groove Mr. Kevin Hansen coming in on Facebook Hell
2: yeah Danny says Such a beautiful song too yeah i forced every girl that i've dated since then to listen to that song yeah not just well no only danielle
0: yeah never mind only danielle kevin says all the shows at the outhouse
2: assume that's in new york kevin no the outhouse was like this little shithole here uh, around topeka like white zombie played there on their first tour and you can find clips of it on youtube nice is that right kevin am i remembering that right We need the Jeopardy soundbite. Yes, Easter Kansas. Easter
0: Kansas. Yeah, we'd probably get shut down to that. No, in my life. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, in my life. Yeah. So is that your number one, right? What was his name again? Ian
2: Moore. Ian Moore. I don't think I've ever heard of him. Oh, dude, he's got a. I mean, it's not metal. It's like just easy listening guitar rock, but he's amazing. He's got another song called "Today," which is a beautiful funeral song.
0: Yeah. You like uh, Elliot Smith? That sounds very familiar. I can't think of it right now. He's got some good sad songs and, and a weird story. Yeah. Yeah. He like, that up after. He, he like thought people were trying to kill him and he ended up dying in a weird way. Everybody's kind of like, oh, you're just paranoid. I mean, he was, I think, strung out too, but made yeah, music. You know, it's, it's a bad. That. Yeah conversation that, that that people on heroin write really beautiful music I mean I wish it wasn't true and then they stop and they don't make good music and they go back to doing it and then they die and it's a very sad tragic thing
3: there's a large amount of people online that don't accept his suicide theory he was he was with another person when he passed yeah I can't remember the exact story but I know there's some weird yeah yeah you know, I mean I, it's yeah it's and the reason okay if he did, in fact, unalive himself, he did it like, in my opinion, in one of the most gangster. He stabbed himself in the heart twice. <laughs> oh, damn, so that's that's what makes you be like, okay, I could believe somebody else did it, but if he really did that, then, but if you ever, if you listen to three Elliott Smith songs, like yeah. I love Elliott Smith, but if you listen to more than twenty minutes of it at a time, you might do the same thing. Do the same. Yeah. Very sad shit, yeah. man. Yeah, you might like it, James. Huh. In my opinion, the best Elliot's hit, his, his, uh, his, his best song, in my opinion, is a song called Pitsola. It's, uh, it's like, I, it's just like you listen to that song and it's just like the the saddest song I've ever heard in my life. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a good, he, I like man. It still lends, if you
2: steal my sunshine, it's my saddest song I've ever heard. <laughs> You notice I put that on the list, too. I was like, I'm putting it on the list.
0: I don't care. I don't care. People are like, what? What? No context. They're like, this is not a sad song. I've got many the messages. Fact from that it it baby.
2: The fact that it exists is a sad song. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's
0: not one of my favorites.
3: All right, Derek, you want to go next? Yeah, I, I probably can't put them in order because Alex didn't tell me what the topic was until... 11 minutes before I got here, but uh, we don't
0: really have rules, so you won't be you won't be judged or we we will not think any less of you
3: so I haven't been to a ton of concerts Uh, I don't enjoy them as far as like uh, just too many people Um, not not a big fan, but some of the best concerts I've ever been to uh, probably surprisingly, probably like the the most I don't know, like You guys aren't going to believe this, but one of the most amazing concert experiences I ever had was Creed. And I got tricked into going to that show because I was a big fan of. uh... (sighs) There was this metal band from another country. They were all women. One of them got pregnant by Tony Iommi. (laughs) I forget what they were called, but they were. That doesn't narrow it down. Right, but they were like a, a metal band and they were sick. And but anyway, they were opening, so we were like, Oh, we got to go see them. And then Our Lady Peace, which I'm a huge Our Lady Peace yeah, fan, and yeah. he knocked it out of the park. But we were in like a whatever building that oh, you played basketball in at this time, it's probably like 2001. And Creed comes out, and like, I'm in, I hate Creed, you know, at that point, I'm just like, This is so lame. And uh, I don't know, man, like they had. You know they they went to eleven as far as volume goes. Like the, the the ceiling tiles, about fifteen of them fell down onto the crowd throughout the night. But they were they weren't like real heavy. Like they were just breaking upon them. Like, but Cree again, I don't know much about Cree, but I know that Mark Tremani is a pretty good guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you turn it up really really loud, it's pretty cool to be in the room with him while he shreds. Yeah. But me and all my friends are headbanging and we're all looking at each other like, you tell anybody we're having this time, <laughs> I will kill you. But, yeah, Creed was surprising. Uh Where's Thomas
0: when we need him? He would have loved that one.
3: <laughs> uh, pro- Thomas um, is see. usually
0: the one that mentions Creed, Nickelback, or... uh, uh Wonderwall. Wonderwall, yes, yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, Let me see. Uh, shit uh i went to the corn show was pretty cool i was i was a pretty big corn kid at the time uh i was wearing a fubu jersey every day <laughs> uh i yeah, met fieldy know? that day and uh he he came up and he signed my fubu jersey and he's like hey man how you doing and i was like oh you're cool you're real cool man you're cool i just kept saying that over <laughs> <time>. <laughs> i was like 15 um uh but yeah it was a cool concert um you know i'm from a really small town so you can show me like any celebrity and i'll freak out like but yeah it was just like seeing corn like on stage i was like holy shit like it's them you know it was really cool um i saw the get up kids which is a kansas band i saw them in north carolina uh, and I was super homesick for Kansas at that time. And, uh, that was a really cool show. Um, they're, in my opinion, they're a great band though. They're, they're probably my favorite Kansas band, uh, like that, that was on like any kind of major label. Yeah. Um, I don't think they've done anything in a while. I don't, I'm not like, a, I don't listen to them much anymore, but I really like the Get Up Kids. That was a good show. Um, I saw Ben Folds play one time. I saw him play with a band once, and it was okay. And I saw him play a solo show one time, and uh, that that was really good. He was, like, doing, like, half Storyteller, half. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so, like, it was kind of cool to – and probably the song – let me think. Yeah, the song that resonated the most, because I saw him in Winston-Salem. No, I saw him in Raleigh, North Carolina – and it was crazy. Cause like, this was well after he was, you know, famous, like he's from a town called Winston Salem, which is like 60 minutes from Raleigh. And he's playing in front of a huge audience in Raleigh, but he's opening for Tori Amos. Uh, so nobody cares about Ben Folds at this show, except for <laughs> me. <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah, but, uh, he, he, uh, sang a song about, um, I guess he went to a party at the old bass player from Ben Folds five's house. And, uh, some guy took acid and went up into the tree and like stayed up there all night long. And people were worried about him. They thought about calling the cops and uh he came down in the morning and like he was a born again Christian <laughs> and he just stayed that way. Like this was like a 12 year like, at the time he wrote the song. It was like a 10 year old story, but the guy was like straight up hardcore born again Christian. So that was my favorite song to Cause I never knew what it was about. Um, but yeah, let me think. I'm kind of drawing a blank, man.
2: <laughs> well, anyway, it's weird know. like as we go on like I think of more like really cool experiences.
0: Yeah. I mean, I used to go to a lot of concerts. I don't go, I mean, I'll go to shows, you know, and you know, the Corn and stuff like that. And you know, I mean, we've seen I, I Bubba Sparks, but I I left before Bubba Sparks came on just cuz it was As you should. I mean, I like a couple of his songs, you know, I mean, but it was he he didn't even get on until like one o'clock. And I mean, his his people didn't start, you know, it was, you know, for the birds. I mean, we had a huge, huge oh, showcase of that. ours, you know, Nick Gibbs uh, for the birds. I mean, we had probably, you know, five or six local acts. And, you know, I think I try- I was trying to record them. And so I was working. So, I mean, by one o'clock, I was, I'm done, you know, I'm done. I'm ready to go. Fuck Bubba Sparks, you know, no offense Bubba Sparks, you know, because we know who he's listening to.
3: Yeah. Okay. Do any of you like the band? He is legend.
2: Mm. It sounds familiar. Like I know, I know the name. I don't know that I know the music.
3: Okay. Well, I always <laughs> forget my, a lot of my friends in Oklahoma, like, it, but they're a North Carolina <laughs> band. And, uh, anyway like they're they're decent like in size they're they're like a, a national band uh but i went to probably 10 he is legend shows like local local shows not it was they were this is back in like north carolina back in the day but i never saw them play live because i would i would go like and there'd be like nine be- metal bands on the bill and i'd get through like three and i was just like okay like i gotta go home you know so <laughs> like all my friends that like really he is legend, like Kia's legend. You've been to their shows? I'm like, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> I was there for their openers, but I didn't know who Kias legend was and I just left every time. But yeah, I never got to see him live. Alex
0: says, I fucking love you, James. We love Thanks. you too, Alex.
3: How's the moving going?
0: Yeah, so is that was that your number one, right? Or you got one more there, Derek. One more. Do you? I'm. I'm asking. I lost. I. I spaced out. I was. I was in a different
2: planet for a minute. (laughs) Um, I saw that effect on people.
3: I saw the uh, Foo Fighters when they toured with the Chili Peppers. Nice. And I. uh, I got to meet Dave Grohl for a few minutes. Oh. That was pretty cool. I like Dave Um, Grohl as the
0: drummer of Nirvana, but I mean Foo (laughs) Fighters is okay. He's very talented. I give him props, but it's not my. I don't. I'm not gonna bag on him, but it's not, not my
2: favorite music. Wow, I love the Foo Fighters, man. I mean, oh, yeah. it's just something syrupy gonna, about them. The first Foo Foo couple Fighters albums, the but
1: mention, they. The first time they played, Foo Fighters played Interest Bank Arena with uh, Gary Clark Jr. And that was the first Ooh. time Foo Fighters had even played Wichita since '94. They played the Catillion with Ween. Oh, uh, I, I, just, like, I have to go see the Foo Fighters and they did a really cool thing they did a, a beat the bots pre-sale which meant you had to go to interest bank arena and wait in line to buy tickets that was pretty. I wish more bands would do that Yeah. Those, Alex, those bots ruin everything
0: Alex says thanks for covering Matt she was brought down by seizure damn it stop it Alex that's an order <laughs> all right so i guess i'll go last right got 15 minutes left i don't have these in any kind of order uh we'll go with uh jessica lay mayfield she's a young songwriter kind of dark sad stuff and and just very beautiful she did barley corns and uh you know, like let's like really close up and personal and it was like one of the first song or first concerts I went to after the first divorce I it sucks that I gotta think of which one it was but after the first one Been there. and so it uh it was it was great it was magical I mean I just stood there jaw dropped you know I mean and uh so that was a fun one the second one or number four, four we'll go with, uh, in this moment, which is kind of, we opened up for him at Oz Cafe and, uh, Librium. And it, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, but I, you know, I was just jaw, my jaw was like, Maria came up and said, hi. And I'm just like, ah, ah, ah. my ex-wife is ribbing me in the side. I'm like, oh my God. And by the time I, I came to and was, was able to articulate words, she was, you know, already gone. And I don't remember the show at all, but just, you know, to say that we opened up for is pretty cool. Then we'll go with number three would be uh, Blue Oyster Cult, which I'm not up until I seen them. If this was at the Cotillion, I can't remember who opened up for them. Uh, I don't even know. Maybe they opened up for somebody, maybe. Because then they like Leonard Skinner, maybe. I don't know. But I, I wasn't a big Blue Oyster Cult fan. You know, I mean, I, you know, oh, what's uh, Fear the Reefer, right? The, or The Reaper. No, I you mean, don't Fear the Reefer. Fear the Reefer. But no, uh, burning for you. Go, go. Godzilla, Godzilla was, man, was, you know, live. And again, it, it was more of who I was there with. I was there with live. someone I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed their company. We had a good time. She had never, you know. I don't know how, really, honestly, we got there because we weren't Blue Oyster Cult fans, but that was one of the a magical moment that I'll never forget. She's she's up there. She's got two of them, so that's that's pretty cool. That's a, that's a bonus for her, you know.
2: <laughs> I can't talk about all the concerts that were special because of the girl I was with. Or I'll die in my sleep. Yeah, yeah. But uh,
0: like I said, that that definitely made it. And then number two is going to be the same kind of sentiment, but this is with Joe. When Static X came back with uh, the guy that was replacing – you were there, weren't you, James? Didn't you go to that one? No, I
2: wanted to be there. Yeah. I I was just looking at their itinerary. They're out there with Fear Factory, Dope, and – you know they're they're doing that again, and I would fucking love yeah. to be
0: there. I think new imperialism opened for them, and then uh, a band, an all-girl band called Gold Frankincense and Myrrh. Yeah. And you know, I mean, right there, you're thinking. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some Christian. You know, I mean, they talked a little Bibley in there, and, but the songs these girls freaking rocked. I mean, it was the bass player was uh, West Borland. I mean, she took all of her stage presence. She, I mean, it looks like she copied Wes Borland completely. And uh, the guitarist, I can't remember. Oh, for the life of me, who she? But I mean, all three of them just kind of took a persona from old rock and roll. The the drummer was Tommy yeah. Lee. She, you know, he he kept, you know, she kept doing the spins and, you know, doing the high boom boom, you know, do the spins like Tommy always did. And I, I can't remember who the guitar player was. I watched their videos on mute i should have turned it off but (laughs) no i mean but they they put a very very good stage presence on the kid loved it so i mean i was like yes okay you know there's a all-girl band you know that that's up there rocking out and then i thought i thought static as was a little weird because you know wayne it wasn't wayne but and they did the ghost face thing but and i don't know where the kid came from that's doing him so i don't know it's edsel they Is they it?
2: finally admitted it's Edsel dope. No, oh, okay, okay. Up. Kevin was at Static X twice. Twice, yes. I was
0: screwing things up on the buttons. I did pretty good until then. Holy fuck!
2: See, like I feel like this night could go on forever. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I got officially got one more, and then so.
0: We're gonna we're gonna kick back and just story time. This was I think 98. I looked up the year it was 1998. I was, you know, a year out of high school. And uh, a guy I was working with hit me up to go. So me and my buddy, and him and his buddy, we all piled into my blazer, we made it to the Oklahoma border. truck overheated. So we turned around changed oil in two other trucks. This was in Dallas. And uh, so we headed south to Dallas we were going all the way to Corpus Christi the first day and then come back. So we drove all night, pulled into Corpus Christi in the morning. And I don't know, we must have ended up in the really, 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 really dirty side of the beach because it was awful. It was hot. You know, it was July. So, you know, we're jumping into the, the Gulf to, to cool off. I'm in there like two seconds to see sharks, see two dorsal fins. Of course, everybody thinks I'm tripping and I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not dying. I've seen Jaws. I'm good. You know, I mean, I'm done. And so we ended up, we were going to camp overnight and then go up to Dallas the next day. So we went to the south side of the pier, set up our tents, five minutes all full of sand. And again, it got hot. So I hop in there, hop in the ocean again and same two dorsal fins, I swear to God. Pop up. And, you know, of course, everybody still thinks I'm tripping. And I'm like, I don't care if I'm tripping. And then my buddy's like, Oh, hey, look, it looks like a plastic bag in a or a plastic bottle in a trash bag. Eh, it's a jellyfish, you dumbass. Get out of the water. It's trying to kill us. But so horrible. We decided to leave Corpus Christi, drove all night back into Dallas. Me and my buddy get up in the morning, had to go uh, take care of some business, get our minds right. And uh, so we're driving around, get pulled over. And the cop lets us go i mean my buddy is in a purple s10 and i mean we're we were dumb and we're like we're just here to go to the concert man don't arrest us and so he lets us go my buddy goes back to the back i don't know what was said i don't know what he had to do i was just freaking out in my head just like oh fuck, i'm going to jail in texas i'm going to jail in texas i don't know how i'm going to get out of jail in texas holy shit. and so we walk into the metallica concert at dallas stadium First thing we see is him riding around on a bike. He's like, "Hey, what's up, boys?" I'm like, thank you, thank you, sir. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. And it was like Metallica, It was their Summer Sanctuary tour. Metallica, Kid Rock. I mean, Kid Rock. Uh, five Finger, not Five Finger Death Punch, but uh, oh, Power Man Five Thousand, Rob Zombie. Uh, I think Black Label Society. Oh, Corn. Uh, system of a down yeah i like oh, yeah. System of a down i mean it's a huge and so we're we're watching the whole show from the nosebleeds because the guy i worked with didn't want to get general admission tickets because it's kind of scary down there we're like dude what are you thinking so me and my buddy spent the whole time trying to get down there finally metallica took the stage and the guy that kept telling us no he was trying to get you know, get this girl's number. And she's like, Oh, just let him in. And so he's like, fine. And so we'd be straight for the front. Uh, Jason Newstead, which I think he had a birthday. Yeah. He had a birthday. I've missed that one, but uh, he came out first and was like, Oh, you know, uh Hatfield's. I can't remember if it was when he hurt his back or it was in rehab or whatever, but he's not here. And we're like, Oh, what the fuck? And so he sang the first song. And then, you know, Kid Rock came out and sang some songs, Power or Powerman 5000 came out. So it was like a big jam session, Metallica jam session, which I'm sure the whole tour ended up being that, but to experience it was pretty cool. You know, Mucky and Head came out, jammed and played, and it was like, what? This is nuts.
2: That is, that's cool, man. Yeah.
0: Everybody up in the, the, the stadium and the chairs were ripping the cushions off of the Dallas Cowboys and just chucking them down onto the floor. So there was like this huge fucking pile i'm like you guys are idiots you know i mean i got if i'm stuck and i got a set here i want my ass to be comfy so i was ripping everybody else's off and keeping mine <laughs> like yeah you dumbass i hope your ass hurts
2: you know it and like i don't know to tack on and, and uh, wax romantic but like even in wichita I've seen some cool, like uh, heavy new wave of heavy British metal bands come through. Yeah. Like Anvil, shit yeah. that you would never fucking expect to see. And they're coming back through May 5th. Um, but like another one to tack on would be I saw Raven and probably nobody knows who Raven is, but it was a three piece from England that inspired Metallica and all that shit. But they ended up playing Shamrock because their fucking gig in Oklahoma City fell through. Nice. And Dean book, like fucking, just sent me a message and said, "Dude, you need to show up at this." <laughs> and I did, and it's like fucking three real English people at the Shamrock, and they fucking put on such a beautiful show. Yeah, very interesting. It's cool, like when those bands, you know, that you saw here, come back down a little bit, but they're still fucking playing. You know, for fucking ten people, like ten thousand. Yeah, you know, I-, I love to see the love of music.
0: <laughs> Kevin says all five Hank Jr. shows he's seen, he's fallen off stage every time.
2: Do you think that that's planned, Kevin? <laughs> see, yes, dude, it did. That was a fucking killer show.
1: Seeing John Five at Corns was right yeah. epic yeah. As shit. Like,
0: I didn't get to see it. I oh, seen weird. Wednesday Thirteen at uh,
1: oh Liquid yeah.
0: Oh, Liquid. Yeah. yeah. Downtown, right across the street from the Mosley. I think that's what. It,
1: the first time I right. saw Wednesday was at JC's House of Rock with uh, Dog Fashion Disco and Blood in the Wire. That's the and Death to Nancy open. Shout out to Farley. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. that's where, that's the show that I met Farley actually. Uh, so the the floor was completely like full for Dog Fashion, and then they got done and everyone left. So uh, I got right up front for Wednesday. It was when he was like. Still on his first album, first his first solo album. And yeah. So uh Eric from Murder Dolls was still uh guitar for him. Oh yeah, that show was definitely
0: Yeah. Badass. This one I don't think there Bad was day. any opening. He was like late and there was like ten of us. I
1: remember I remember hearing about that one. I didn't I went to the, the two before that. It was at JC's and the other one was at uh the scenery. Yeah,
2: I mean this was Oh, I miss uh, the scenery. I saw Cannibal Corpse there.
1: Dude, they brought some shit. Like, I mean, I love that place. They, that and the Oz Cafe were like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. just the legendary venues, like all these giant bands have played and Yeah, yeah. Seeing Evergreen Terrace at the Oz Cafe think, uh, was definitely one of my favorite concert memories.
0: I think we opened up for not it was uh Gun. Oh, I can't think of it. It was like Guns N' Roses. It was the gun from Guns N' Roses banned afterwards or something.
2: Like Velvet Revolver or?
0: No. Uh, it may have been. He may or have LA been- Guns? LA Guns, yes. Yes. Isn't that the guy from Guns N' Roses?
2: Yeah. Tracy Guns?
0: Yeah. Yeah, at, uh, that was at Oz. We opened up for them. Can't remember who. Who else opened up with us?
2: Again, I can't remember that show. Man, I miss Romero and the Oz, man. Yeah. I remember one time we brought Deicide. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. You know? Or uh, when we brought uh, fucking... It was Beneath the Massacre and Jungle Rot and Dying Fetus. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that was fucking cool because, like, there you are with like fifteen people, and there's dying fetus on stage, and they just shred. And Necrophages—they were co-headlining on that. It was a uh, Summer Slaughter, and just like fucking jaw drop. Like, I didn't know you could do that.
0: Yeah, and then Green Jello.
2: And green <laughs> Jello. I remember we were supposed to play with Anal Cunt too there, but our uh, <laughs> van broke down on the way. Yeah. Damned vans.
0: Well, all right, it's good show. I think uh, I think as this as the weather gets nicer, we'll probably have a little less participants.
2: But he's trying to do
0: things. But yeah, we'll. Uh,
2: I think what we can- should do is like plan and just go do things with them while we do the podcast. Let's take it mobile.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd love to, but it's I can't I don't have a laptop. I Can't carry my PC everywhere.
2: <laughs> no, we'll coordinate, Josh. I'll make this happen for us. Make it happen. We'll make, make it happen. happen. I'd love
0: to make it mobile. I drive by my work. There's this uh, building, this office building. Okay, it's like the it, it it's balancing on a on a little pillar. Okay, and that's like the stairway to go up into the office building, and the office building kind of overhangs this pillar, right? It's uh, It's like three fifty seven Lulu. I can't remember Lulu. Okay, and It's for rent. It's been, but I've always loved this building. I'm like, I want to turn this into Room Green headquarters right here. And it's just like two blocks away from my work. So I drive by it every day. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna do this? (laughs) But yeah, manifestation. Yes. Yes. Somehow, somebody pay me lots of money so I can rent my building. We are very entertaining. You love us. <laughs> All no, right, guys. Jokes. Thanks for coming on. I think it was a great podcast. Oh yeah. The Alex missed out. She was supposed to send a list, but I guess she yeah, she went down. So we'll we'll forgive her. We'll forgive her.
2: Derek, it was great to like
3: chit chat with you, man. Yeah, yeah. I uh I had yeah, a good time. Next time I'm... he
0: comes on, he's got his own. We got we got a
3: we got a theme for him next time. What was yeah. it again? uh songwriters or band members uh that died tragically. Elliot Smith is your number one, right? No. But that's he's up there. That's pretty Yeah. 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 If you like Elliot Smith, that you should check out an artist uh, you you probably already know who it is, Nick Drake. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, he's died. <laughs> Can his, we do
2: um, one where we do artists that should die tragically? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing that one out there.
1: Yeah.
2: You guys want to hear the joke of the week? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so, what do you call the hair between a oh, grandmother's tits? Her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> boom, boom. On
0: that note, have a good Saturday night, everybody.
2: Thank you.